Welcome, my beloved friends, to a Hope Kingdom ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Yes, we confess our sins. Confess doesn't mean tell all of your business. It means agree with the Lord. Your sin is sin. Acknowledge the Lord is perfect in his judgment. When you, when you become a citizen, they will say, now raise your right hand and confess. Then you say, I pledge my heart's allegiance to, let us all raise our right hand. Now confess, I pledge my heart's allegiance. To the Lord my God, to Yahuwah, the Lord my Savior, Yahusha, and to the kingdom of heaven. I repent to have a changed mind, to no longer think the same. I turn away from my life of sin and seek holiness and a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Yeah, Yahusha, God's only begotten Son. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Congratulations. You are now a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. starting a little different today. <laughs> That's a, a song that I wrote for the youth here in um, Taiwan. And, you know, it's talking about confess. Actually, it's truly giving you the definition of confess. Before I do that, the, t- the title of this subject today, this the message is, Did You Know? Okay. So, did you know that to confess, like the song was saying, doesn't mean tell all your business. To confess means to agree. You agree with the Father that your sin is sin. For instance, if you are going to become an American citizen, they say, raise your right hand. Now confess. Now you're not going to say, well, I stole an apple when I was hungry in the store. (laughs) No, you say, I pledge my heart's allegiance to I promise to to obey the laws of America. Confess, agree means to agree and acknowledge. So when they tell you com- confess does not mean tell all your business. If you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's giving you the two definition. Okay. <laughs> all right. And just a little reminder today, you can have your safar, your Hebrew um, safar or your English Bible. Here I choose to use the name Yahuwah and Yah 
instead of the Lord God or or Jehovah and Yahusha, Mashiach or Messiah instead of Jesus Christ. But we're talking about the same person. Okay? All right. I want to start off with asking you something. Did you know that many people believe that the kingdom of heaven will be on earth? Mm -hmm. And did you know that nowhere in scripture does it say we are going to heaven? Or that we will rule in heaven? That's true. But that's what we've been taught in church. Do you also know that the scripture specifically states that no one has been to heaven? It does. Okay, you don't believe me? I'll prove it. Turn your Sephar, Hebrew, uh, your Hebrew Sephar, or your English Bible to Yahukanan, John 3.13. Yahukanan, John 3.13. Yeah, everybody knows and quotes John 3.16, you know, uh, for God so loved the world, Yah so loved the world. But they skip over 3.13, just three verses earlier. Now, I'm going to read from the King James. And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. Now, you heard that. The Savior, Yahusha, who called Jesus, said, And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven. He was talking about himself. So, um, something, like I told you, this is giving you something to think about. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm just giving you some food for thought, a little something more. Let's, get, let's just go on and read from 13 through 16 and 14. And Musha, which is Moses, lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Before I read the next verse, did you know, um, I know they say... Um, Moses, Musha lifted up the serpent in the desert and people were, were um, healed, right? But see, they were talking about the same lifted up as the Savior. That meant crucified, executed. That snake was killed, hung on that tree called the cross. See, we never thought about it like that. At least I didn't for a long time. Because you know, so many songs, lifting him up, lift him up, and lifting up the name. But when the Savior spoke of himself being lifted up, he was talking about his execution, what they call crucifixion. It wasn't exaltation. Okay? All right, continuing. 15. See, I'll read the end of um, 14 again. Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For Yah, God, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. <laughs> Let's read. 313 again. And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. Did you hear that? 
that was out of Yahusha, whom you call Jesus, his own mouth, and he's not a liar. So, I ask you, beloved, does that mean Eliyahu, which is Elijah, Hanuk, which is Enoch, and Malat Daud, which is King David, Yahukanan, the Immerser, which is John the Baptist, and so on, that they, they weren't in heaven, they're not in heaven? Because he said, no one has ascended up to heaven. That they're not there and have never been there? I mean, ask yourself that. I'm asking myself that. See, this is not me saying it, but scripture said it. You heard me read it. No man has ascended up to heaven except the one that came down from heaven. Okay, let's check, check out other verses. Remember, this is food for thought, giving you something to think about. You make the decision, but you get a chance to hear both sides. Okay, let's go to Matit Yahu, which is Matthew 5, 5. Matit Yahu, Matthew 5, 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The meek means the humble. So, is everybody else going to heaven but the humble? Are, they have to stay on the earth. They inherit the earth and not heaven? I, I mean, I'm just, this is a rhetorical question. I'm just asking. This is the Savior's, and this was on the Savior's famous sermon on the mount. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit inherit the earth. Didn't say heaven. And let's go to, um, let's look and see what, um, what Solomon says. Um, Solomon, he's supposed to be the wisest man to ever live, right? Let's look what he says in Proverbs 10.30. Proverbs 10.30. He says, The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. <laughs> Read that again. The righteous shall never be moved. The righteous shall never be removed. But the wicked shall not inherit the earth. So in other words, is he saying the righteous are going to stay on earth and receive our inheritance. But the wicked won't be here with us. Food for thought. Food for thought. And what about the thief that was hung on the tree that's called a cross next to the Savior, Yahusha, or Jesus? What did he say? Okay, go to, let's go to Lucas, which is Luke 23, 42 through 43. Lucas, Luke 23, 42 43. And he said unto Yahusha, Jesus, Master, your Bible says, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Yahusha, called Jesus, said unto him, Verily I say unto you today, shalt thou be with me in paradise. Did he say heaven? He said paradise. Not heaven. Okay? But I, I want to tackle something else first before we go on. Now, punctuation can change the meaning of a sentence. Now, 
in most Bibles, they have the comma, it reads like this. And in the Bible, it says, And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto you, comma, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Well, that's wrong. That's wrong. You say, how, how, how you know? How can you say that? Well, this is how it should read. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto you today, which means now, Verily I say unto you now, Shalt thou be with me in paradise? It couldn't meant, I say unto you, Today shalt you be in paradise with me? You say, why? Because if, if, if he did say that, then, then he lied. And when he said, he did, Paradise, he wasn't talking about the kingdom of heaven. We come into my kingdom. He said paradise. Okay, when I, that's going. When I said um, he would have lied. Okay, let me settle myself down here. This is a touchy subject, I know. Okay, you want to know why I say that? Well, didn't he say, didn't the Savior say he would be buried in the earth three days and three nights? Didn't he say that? Yes, he did. And didn't he tell Mary Magdalene? whose name is Miriam, really, Miriam Magdalene, not to touch him because he had not ascended unto his father? Didn't he say that? Yes, he did. And that, and that was after he rose, three days and three nights later. So he would have lied. If, he, if it was, you will be in paradise with me in my keep today, because he wasn't there. He had to be in the grave three days and three nights. Something to think about, huh? Food for thought. Okay, where am I? Let's continue. Um, so, so you see, he could not have said today, you will be with me in paradise, which is different from heaven. Did you know Eden is translated in Hebrew as paradise? Did you know that? Eden means paradise. So, is it true or could it be that our Eden on earth will be our heaven? Something to think about. Now, here, now here, here's a verse that, um, that we can use to prove that we are going to heaven. Okay? Matit Yahu, Matthew 5, 11 and 12. Matit Yahu, Matthew 5, 11, 12. It reads, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. Great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they, the prophets, which were before you. So our rewards are in heaven. So we have to go to heaven to get our rewards, right? Let's go to Revelation. Revelation 22, 12. Revelation 22, 12. I forget the Hebrew name before Revelation. And behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Huh? Wait a minute. The reward that's in heaven 
that we read in Matthew, in Revelation, he says he comes quickly with his rewards with him to give to us here on earth. Ooh, something to think about. Revelation 6, don't want to read that. Let's read, I'm going to read Revelation 6, 9 through 11. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain of the word of Yah, the Bible says God, and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Yah, the Bible says, O Lord, set apart holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until, until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Well, they're just canceled. They're not riding on clouds, walking on streets of gold, eating off the tree of life. <laughs> they're under the altar crying, how long? They're crying, how long? But we've been told that, have, thinking they're running around heaven. But this is scripture. Like I say, this is something to think about. Let, let, let's go a little, a little farther ahead into the book of Revelation and see what else it uh, has to say about where the kingdom will be. Okay, let's go to Revelation 21, 2 to 4. Revelation 21, 2, verses 2 and 4. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem, coming down from Yahuwah, God, out of the heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the the tabernacle, (laughs) tabernacle of Yah, Bible says God, is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and Yah, God himself, shall be with them, and be their all, their Alua, their God. And Yahuwah, the Bible says God, shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Beloved, I, I, I wonder if the kingdom, the new Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem is coming here, why, where are we going? Why are we supposed to be going to heaven? If the kingdom is coming here and it's going to be here on earth. Where are we going? Especially those of us who believe, believe the rapture theory. Where, we, where y'all going? <laughs> if he's bringing the kingdom and the rewards with him here on earth. This is, this is giving you something more to think about, hasn't it? It's giving me something more to think about. There's uh, one last thing I want to talk about in this subject. Um, you know how we have been taught that Eliyahu, which is Elijah, 
was taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire. This is something big I found (laughs) in the scripture. It is going to blow your mind. Well, it blew my mind. If you don't already know it. (laughs) If you don't already know this, it'll blow your mind. And it also lends proof to the point that he is not walking around in heaven. Let's see. You know, because they say, you know, he walked with him. uh, Now he's walking around in heaven. Okay, let's go back to the scripture. Okay. Forgive me. (laughs) 2 Kings 2, 1. And it came to pass when Yahuwah, Bible says, the Lord would take up Eliyahu, Elijah, into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha, Elisha, from Gilgal. Okay, 2 Kings 2, 1. Let's go to 2 Kings 2, 11 and 12. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah, Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. So scripture says it. It did. He went to heaven, so it must be so, right? All right. And Elisha, Elijah saw it and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Yasharal. Israel and the horsemen thereof and he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces okay now we've established that now check this out let's go to the book of 2nd Chronicles 2nd Chronicles which comes after 2nd Kings in the Bible and in the Sephar I think it's two books later in the Bible and I think three or four books later in the Sephar. Alright. So let's read 2 Chronicles. Now, Elijah, Elijah, who has already been taken up to heaven in the chariot of fire, right? Okay. Now this is two books later. 2 Chronicles 21, 12 through 15. 2 Chronicles 21, 12 through 15. And there came a writing to him from Eliyahu, Elijah the prophet. Huh? Wait a minute. He took, back in 2 Kings, he was taken up. He was taken up in a chariot of fire in heaven. All right? Okay, let me do that, read it again. And there came, and there came a writing to him from Eliyahu, Elijah the prophet, saying thus, saying, Thus saith Alua, the Lord God of David, thy father, because thou hast not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, thy father, nor in the ways of Asa, or some say Asa, king of Judah. Now, how can this be now? Okay, I'm going to continue reading. But has walked in the way of the kings of Yashural, Israel, and has made Yehuda, Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, which is Jerusalem, to go a whoring like to the whoredoms of the house of Ahab, and also has slain thy brethren and thy father's house, which were better than thyself. Behold, 
with a great plague will the Lord, Yahuwah, smite thy people, and thy children, and thy wives, and all thy goods, and thou shalt have great sickness by disease of thy bowels, until thy bowels fall out by reason of the sickness day by day. You see, um, Jehoshaphat was the son of a, a, a king, you know, so he killed his brothers. What is it? No. King of Ju- Judah. He killed his brother. Jehoram. The king um, Jehoram killed his brother so that he could become king. He killed all his father's son. And Elijah, Elijah, who was writing him a letter telling him he, that he was in big trouble. But what I'm saying is this is after it says he was taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire. So can you explain that? You know, um, we have, um, could it be, it's like Musha, Moses, Hanuk, Enoch, and Eliyahu, which is Elijah, were translated just like Philip. Let's talk about, you know, an, an Enoch, you know, Enoch, Hanuk. Say he lived... Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begot Methuselah. And Enoch walked with Yah, with God, after he begot Methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Hanak, Enoch, were 360 and 5 years. And Enoch walked with Yah, and he was not, for Yah took him. Hmm. And it also... Let's go to Hebrews, Hebrews 11.5. You know, this has got me thinking too. Hebrews 11.5. By faith, Hanuk, Enoch, was translated that he should not see death and was not found because Yah, God, your Bible says God translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased Yahuwah. Your Bible says, pleased God. Now, in, in Hebrew 5, the Greek term for translated is to transfer or transport. Transport, excuse me, to transfer or transport. Um, this, now I found this uh, quoted in a booklet of the Restored Church of God. The read it says here, just as it is, God removed Enoch's body to another location for burial, as he did with Moses, Deuteronomy 34, 6. The same Greek word for translated is also used in Acts 7, 16, where it talks about Jacob's body being transported to Shechem for burial. So it's the same word as being transported. Hmm. Well, like I say, this is definitely something to think about and food for thought. And I want to say, if Enoch was to have, is taken to heaven, he would still be walking with Yah, right? If he's, he, he walked with him on earth, alive, so he would still be walking with him in heaven. Or could it be that Enoch, which Hanuk, Moses, Musha, Elijah, Eliyahu, and etc. All the others 
are actually waiting for their resur- their resurrection with the other saints, waiting for their their new incorruptible body until the appointed until the appointed time. Could it be? My, this is something. As you can see, stumbling over words. It's a. Uh, I promise to give food for thought and something more to think about. And this definitely is. Hmm. So what do you think about that? You make the decision. Go back and re replay this message. <laughs> I was making quite a few mistakes. Forgive me. And I'm not sure I want to do this over again. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry. We're here located here in Taiwan. And um, I'm Oh, by the way, I'm your shepherd, Zarina London. And before I go, oh, by the way, you notice I was playing this song in the in the beginning. I, I don't know if I told you that. Yeah, that was a song I wrote for the youth here. And there's another song I'm going to play that I wrote for the youth. And in the songs, all my songs then, these were, this was recorded, uh, I think, in like 2010. And it says, Lord and Jesus and God, you know, but I say now, Yahuwah, Yahusha. So, but I'm playing the songs. And so you know I'm talking about the same people, okay? So I hope you uh, will enjoy this next song that I'm going to um, play. I have to go and stop this music and... Okay. Let's see if I get this right here. a mission for the almighty God. I'm sent to tell you about his only begotten son. You need to know one thing. Jesus is your king. Yahusha. Jesus is not a prime minister or a president. You vote into office. He's a king. He was born king. And he will always be king. Forever. Yes, Jesus Christ. Yahusha. Jesus. Worship the king, 
Until we, next time, see you again, y'all willing. Shalom.